Parenting is a full-time job, and providing effective support for today's teens can be challenging. The Parent Engage 360 podcast aims to provide connections and information from experts in the fields of chemical health, mental health, internet safety, and more. It's a comprehensive view on parenting, provided in a personal, convenient format. Tune in to today's episode of the Parent Engage 360 podcast series. Hello, and thank you for joining us today. I'm Liz Burgard, Parent Involvement Coordinator. Earlier this year, around 100 students from all five Anoka Hennepin High Schools and the Northwest Suburban Conference member schools met with the activities directors from each school to discuss sportsmanship and fan behavior. Each school in the conference designated student bleacher captains to participate in a seminar titled Stay Above the Line, an initiative to promote positive spectator behavior and expectations for sporting fans. Throughout this school year, bleacher captains will be present at all sporting events to help promote a positive environment, respectful behavior, and cheers for all players, fans, opponents, and game personnel. Today we are joined by high school senior Kendall Stodden and Coon Rapids high school senior Eleanor Defoe, both bleacher captains at their respective schools, to learn more about the initiative and to hear how things are going this school year. Welcome Kendall and Eleanor, and thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you for having us. Before we get started, it's always nice for our audience to get to know a little bit about the people who are talking on our podcast today. So, Kendall, can you share your name and a little bit about yourself, maybe the favorite part of your school day or your favorite thing to do outside of school? Yeah, um, I'm Kendall Stadden. I play soccer very competitively. It kind of takes up most of my time. I also was on our varsity football team as the kicker, so I got a lot of experience being on both those teams. Awesome. We did come to a couple games and watch you watch the team this year, which was really fun for my my children to see that as well. And Eleanor, how about you? You know, I don't really play a sport as competitively as Kendall, but I like to say involved. So I'm involved in a lot of stuff. Um, I was the swim captain. I'm a golf captain. I'm the gymnastics manager. I'm involved all around pretty much everywhere you look. So you know a lot about a lot of different sports that are happening at Coon Rapids. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So this summer, you met with other students from all 14 Northwest Suburban Conference schools to discuss the Stay Above the Line Sportsmanship Initiative. Can you share with our listeners what that experience was like? I was invited by our athletic director, along with um, six or seven other of my classmates, and I We headed in there not really knowing what was going to go on, and the longer it went on, you kind of realize you're surrounded by a really good group of kids, and whether they're athletes or just strong influencers of their grade and peers, it was just a great environment to be in, and they just talked about how we can make our student sections and overall school events better. Yeah, I was sitting at a table with people from all sorts of different schools, schools that I've never even stepped foot in. (laughs) <laughs> it was just interesting to like see that we all had like really similar experiences because we're dealing with the same group of people from the same group of towns. So it was just interesting to see like everyone's in the same boat. I think that is a really interesting point because you kind of get stuck in your high school, especially uh, Blaine and Coon Rapids are pretty large high schools they are kind of like small towns. And so you know what's happening in your school, but I bet it was a pretty cool thing to come together with other seniors or juniors or the ages that the students were to really say like, wow, we are a group of students coming together for a good cause. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting to see the different schools and 
depending on the rivalries they had, like <laughs> what they experienced throughout games and what kind of chance they got and just the negativity that we were trying to stop differentiating between each school. Yeah, I also think like going off of that, like the negativity, it was interesting to hear from people from other schools, the negativity they experienced at my school and other schools and like talking about like how like certain school student sections could use some improvement. And it was nice to just like talk about like the negatives and the positives. Sounds like a really amazing thing to be a part of that maybe once before you were going into it, you're like, what are we doing? And then it sounds like from what both of you are talking about, it ended up being a really powerful experience for both of you. Can you share with the audience what the Stay Above the Line Sportsmanship Initiative is for maybe those that don't have students in high school or maybe aren't familiar with the activities that happen at the high school level either? I would say the Stay Above the Line, it's like right behind me. Um, the Oh yeah, here's a big poster, not that the people can see it, but um, I think they're just like basic rules that like not all high schoolers have respect and I think we need to learn to respect. And for me, it's just like, you know, like the standard, it should be, you know, the new standard, I guess, of like behavior at sporting events. And I think um, having the students set a good example for the parents is also extremely important because at a lot of sporting events, it's the parents causing the problems. <laughs> I think that being a female on a men's team, I think I got a lot of experience of just different people and different voices of opinions that may or, or may not um, been shared and just the concept of staying above the line throughout some of the things I got to hear throughout different student sections, different schools in the season, I got to really notice what was okay to say and what was below the line. I think that you both make a really great point too, that it's, you're being a role model for students, but also as you mentioned, Eleanor, Sometimes parents are the ones that are not staying above the line, that they're going below the line. So I think it's a good reminder for all of us of what, uh, what what's expected at a sporting event. And I know for our listeners, they couldn't see that you held up a poster with some expectations on it. But would either of you talk about uh, some of the, the posters and or where the, they can be found if they are attending an event or maybe um, how those were created? I don't know how they were created, but I know that almost every field house in um, the Northwest Suburban Conference that I've like stepped foot in since the Stay Above the Line have come out, they've been at, there's been at least two in their gyms and in their field house. They're big red and white and black posters that aren't hard, like are pretty hard to miss. Um, and I also know that all of our home sporting events read off the list of rules before every game. I don't know if other schools do that, but um, that's where you can like find and hear about it. I remember from our meeting about the stay above the line, we created posters in our groups and we got to kind of decide what we would want to see on the posters, what would be good reminders of how to act during games. And yeah, we do have um, all the rules read off before every home game. And I think just the posters being posted up everywhere around the school is a good reminder whether you're looking for the poster or whether you just see it. So it sounds like they, if I go to an event, I will see it at the, at the event. If I'm walking around the school, I will see them hung around the school. And then also it's read before each 
home game or event that's happening at the school as another reminder. I think that that's just really good for us parents that are in the community that are going to these things to recognize these were rules and expectations that were set by students that go here. And we should also be following these as we attend different activities at our schools. Why did each of you choose to be a bleacher captain? I know you mentioned the AD approached you and asked you to do it. You You didn't necessarily have to say yes. So why did you choose to do this? And why do you feel it is important? I know we hit on that a little bit, but why do you feel it? For I think you, it, was it was important, important to be a part for of me this? just because experiencing high school and it's a big time in your life to learn lessons. And throughout being on the sports teams, I've learned mm-hmm. that I've had different passions for leading, which came with soccer. And then with football, it came with developing a passion for women equality And I think that this stay above the line developed a passion for equality all around and what I can do as an individual, not only focusing on what everyone else can do. Um, Yeah, for my school, we have had Cardinal captains, which have gone back, I think, about like 20 years. And so this year, or I was nominated my junior year for Cardinal captain. And so that was like an interview process at my school. And then like we talked to the former captains and they kind of gave their input as to who should be selected. Um, But for my school, our Cardinal captains became our bleacher captains. So it kind of just um, melded together really well. And um, so we have the both roles basically, which at our school, Cardinal captains were bleacher captains before they were bleacher captains. So What have you enjoyed most about this role and what impact have you seen on at our activities at our schools? I know we had our, our fall season and now we're rolling into our winter season. But my what, favorite what part of the role, and I think I have a different experience um, than the other bleacher captains at my school, considering I haven't um, yet been in the student section for the fall sports because I was in soccer and football. And I got to hear our other bleacher captains taking initiative and kind of bringing out the best in our student sections or our opponents when we played another team in soccer we got some negativity and I got interviewed after the game and they actually asked me about that negativity and I got to express how I felt about our bleacher captains and how well they got to do compared to the other teams. I think in my school like the stay above the line kind of became like a joke almost at first it was like someone's messing around in the student section and someone would yell like, hey, stay above the line. But also like from that joke, respect came out of it. So like someone would yell, hey, stay above the line. We're not saying that. And they would stop Mm -hmm. saying that because like it is a rule and like high schoolers make a joke out of pretty much everything. So it's like, I'm okay with it as long as people still respect the rules. And so I really think that like people are taking initiative and um, we had a basketball game the other day and the boys in our student section were getting disrespectful. <laughs> and so, like, at one point, I just turned out, I was like, y'all, stay above the line or they're going to kick you out. Which they they were, they kept talking over the microphone and they were like, we need you to stay above. Like, they kept listing the risk, like, the the rules. Like, they kept reading them off. And so I yelled that to them and it, it got quieter. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay. Because everyone kind of understands what that expectation is. And although, like, um, with, like, passions and aggression, like, people like slowly step above the line or like below the line and um I think that little reminder of like hey stay above the line they like know what to expect 
I think um, Eleanor brings up a good point when she brings up it being a joke and whether that was the intention or not of high schoolers saying that no high schooler likes to be called out. It's embarrassing. And if you're called out in a game, mm -hmm. whether they're joking or not, then you causing more of a scene is just you're embarrassing yourself. And I think the stay above the line is like a nice, respectful, kind of funny way to call someone out without embarrassing them, like, and telling them to shut up. I think it's like a nice, like, way to be like, hey, like, this is the standard. And it's not as embarrassing, kind of like what Kendall was saying, um, as some of the other things, like getting an adult to come over and yell at you. One, it's kind of nice. It sounds like because people know the language, right? Similar thing. And you might be saying it to one person, but you could be like, stay above the line when you're kind of, you direct it towards everyone in that section or that's in their area. So you're not calling out that particular person, maybe, but it's a good reminder of like, let's get it together and let's be respectful. Have you seen this, um, the language and then students really understanding the importance of being respectful, whether they're your, you're cheering for your team or you're cheering for another team? Have you seen this work spread into your I think activities the, throughout um, the school day too? The way that the bleacher captains have kind of developed this respect for themselves, I think a lot of people strive to want to be better and want to be respectful so that they can one day achieve becoming a bleacher captain. Bleacher captains do get perks of being able to um, start respectful chants and just being able to kind of be in charge at games. So I think the overall respect for bleacher captains and for um, respect itself has developed throughout the school day just so people can prove themselves. Yeah, I also think that um, we've seen, like me and the other captains have talked about, how we've seen respect grow, especially from our sophomore and junior sections, because they understand that them yelling negative things or like, like bad cheers or like like profanity or something in the student section like that's not a good look and they want the perks like a lot of them like want to be chosen for next year um and I think that's like something that we can see them striving for mm -hmm. and like they'll even tell their friends like you'll hear it standing in a student section especially at our school like you'll hear like hey stay above the line and most of the time it's sarcastic but it almost always works it's just like a nice helpful little reminder mm-hmm how many bleacher captains are at each of your schools? We have five. Do you have an, a rough idea? We have more than most of the schools in our conference. I think we have seven or eight. And then are you just assigned a random, do you guys sign up to it to be the bleacher captain at that particular sporting event? Or we kind do, of decided do to share the responsibility. So like it depends on like who can go to the sporting event. Like the other day I was the only person at the basketball game. So then it was my responsibility automatically. But when we're all there, we'll try and like share the responsibility. But like one football game, I had a concussion. I was sick. So I was like, I'm not doing anything today. I was like, this is on you. <laughs> and I'm taking a step back. Like I'll still show respect and be respectful. And but I was like, I'm not starting cheers today. So I think it's like a mutual like sharing. We don't like assigning games or events. The way ours were assigned at the beginning of the school year was kind of interesting because there was no sign up and there nobody knew what it was. We had never had cardinal captains or what we would call Bengal captains. We never did that before. So when people started to find out about bleacher captains, they there was a little bit um, of jealousy at the beginning. People 
didn't want to listen and they didn't understand the concept of it. But once it created a stronger Mm -hmm. connection with the student section and just a more positive outcome, then I think um, people, that's where their spec came out of. And that's how I believe they're going to be chosen again next year, just anonymously. I think it's really amazing that both of you have been able to step up and your your peers, You ha- so you know you have your other people at Coon Rapids that are the bleacher captains that you get to connect with and be a part of this really awesome, positive thing that's happening at your school and also at Blaine High School and then all of our other high schools and in Okanapin as, long- as well, um, that you get to be a part of this and really make a big impact on the students and the parents and the other teams in our in our district. It's pretty amazing that you guys are able to do this in the first year and have really ma- seen and made some positive change in the events that you've been a part of. So thank you for stepping up and being leaders and being amazing students at both Coon Rapids and at Blaine. Are there any things that you would like to tell to parents and guardians about being a high school student today or how they can follow the guidelines that were set up for each of our schools and to be respectful when they also are I attending would just say sporting that events these or activities. Are spectator expectations. And if you are expecting students and athletes and refs to be respectful, then you need to be respectful because I can tell you trying to lead a section of students in a respectful manner when the parents are acting completely disrespectful is one of the hardest things to do because they're adults. They're the example. We're trying to be the example to another group. It's hard to be the example when our example is disrespectful. Yeah, I would totally say the same thing as well. I think that I've been to games. I've played in games where the parents are more disrespectful than the students. And it's really hard to be directive at that point because it would be considered disrespectful for me to say anything to them. So I think just adults stepping up in the spectators zone and staying as they would want the students to stay. I think that is a really important part for the upcoming games and next seasons. I think that's even important for those of us that maybe don't have kids in high school or attend the high school games too, like for youth activities and youth sports and just being a a parent today, like just be respectful and really be the role model that we expect our kids to be, because then that also is following what the expectation of the high schools is and kind of all the way through, right? From when they're little all the way until you even go to college sports or beyond. As we wrap up today, is there any last things that you want to share with our audience about the Stay Above the Line initiative or about being a student today at a high school or participating in sports or being a manager of a sport? Something I'd any say, just like to if share? there's any parents listening right now, is same thing I tell the underclassmen at my school is try to get your kids involved in everything and anything in their high schools because I play multiple sports here, multiple seasons throughout, and I'm in a bunch of clubs. I do the school news. I do a lot of things that I get to remember for a long time and that has built up my leadership and my confidence skills throughout that will last me pretty much the rest of my life. So I think that if you can get your kids or if there's any kids listening, if you want to join things to join them now and do the best you can at them so that you can use it later in life. I would agree with Kendall 100%. I would say that um, getting involved is the number one most important thing to do in high school. We were recruiting for swimming yesterday, actually, at the middle school, and I said that on the microphone. I was like, 
the number one most important thing, and it will help you in high school, is to get involved while you're in middle school. Getting involved in sports, activities, clubs, like anything. Like when I signed up for swimming, I had swam in the past, but I didn't know anyone. And here I am, a senior captain seven years later, and I'm still here. And like it can just be the most niche sport that you sign up for that you could fall in love with for the rest of your life. So I would just encourage your kid um, to do anything. And lastly, if there's any other schools that aren't a part of the Northwest Suburban Conference listening, I would say playing your schools, we can obviously see a difference and hear a difference in your student sections compared to ours. And I would encourage them to come up with their own list of rules, whether it's copying ours or having their students in their district or conference make up their list of rules. I would say it's helped a lot. And I think that it's good that we're setting a new standard and so should they. I love all of the things that you ladies just said. I think um, sometimes it's also scary to join an activity or a sport that maybe you didn't know was there, or maybe you started soccer when you were little and you've played your whole life and swimming. You didn't start till seventh middle school, it sounds like. So knowing that even though if you're not the best, you could still try it. It's a great way to meet new new friends, meet new people, kids of different grades. And then I, I, like you had said, it does really develop leadership skills and confidence skills and Maybe you try it one year and that wasn't your thing, but there are a lot of activities and clubs and athletic opportunities at the high school level that I do think that if students aren't currently a part of it, they should look at what is available for them. Um, and then also just that part about if we don't have a list of expectations at our schools or within the state with what it looks like to be a, an upstander and to be a good, to have good sportsmanship. I think that's a really great point of schools really taking a step back and having leaders like both of you really create the rules, what works for our schools, and then finding people that have the confidence and the ability to say, you know what, we're below the line right now and let's get above the line and let's show other schools how it can be done to be positive and effective parts of our community. So thank you both of you for being here today and all that you do at each of your schools. And we wish you the best for the rest of the school year and for whatever lies ahead of you after you graduate from Coon Rapids and from Blaine. Thank and thank you very much. Thank you for listening. This resource is produced as a partnership between the Anoka Hennepin Parent Engagement Program and Student Services Department. Be sure to check out additional episodes in the Parent Engage 360 podcast series. For more information or to share feedback, visit ahschools.us slash parentengage360.